This is the Google Teacher Tribe podcast, episode number 11. Welcome to the Google Teacher Tribe podcast, your source for the latest news on Google for education, tips, tricks, and teaching ideas you can use in class tomorrow. Here are your hosts, Matt Miller from DitchThatTextbook.com and Casey Bell from ShakeUpLearning.com. So, Matt, did you know that we have incidentally started a new hashtag? What? (laughs) Uh, Apparently, we have some listeners who are now hashtagging super excited. Are you kidding me? <laughs> nope. It, you can check it out on Twitter, um, which is hilarious. So if you've been listening to our first few episodes, Matt and I have, have realized that we use that phrase way too often. And uh, apparently everybody's picking up on it and it's sort of become this inside joke. But yes, um, now you can hashtag super excited when you're talking about the Google Teacher Tribe. <laughs> yeah. If you go back to that very first episode, oh my goodness, we used it. I think we said it about eight times or something. <laughs> so so now I feel like I have to say it, though. It just It just makes me smile because it's sort of become... Uh, our own little inside thing, but it, it is right. funny to see that other people are, are laughing about it. So hopefully you're having fun and you're not annoyed at how super excited we are about episode 11. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and and what was what was hilarious was back from uh, episode 10, our our guest Jen Giffen, she saw that we were saying super excited all the time, and she created this graphic. I got to go back and find it and stick it in the show notes yes. about you know synonyms to the word super and synonyms to the word excited. So if we feel the need to say super excited, we can say like tremendously pumped or something like that. So I'll, I'll see if I can find that and stick it in the show notes. Yes, yes. We need a cheat sheet for alternatives to super excited. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But Matt, this is a fantastic episode. Why don't you uh, why don't you tell us what is inside episode 11? I would be glad to do that. So inside this episode, we're going to be talking about Google Keep, which is a Google tool that I use literally all the time, almost every day. It was recently added to the G Suite core tools. And so it's a great way to help teachers and students get organized. So we'll talk about what it is, how you can use it, and that kind of thing. Of course, we've got Google News and updates. We've got several things to keep you up on. We've got a question from one of our listeners, and we will be sharing some blog posts that are related to Google Keep, too. So let's get started. Well, Google never fails to disappoint. We never have a shortage of news and updates to share. There is always something going on at Google. And I have a a couple of interesting little updates that you may or may have not noticed. The first one is you now have the ability to view video attachments inside Gmail without having to download first. So similar to the way YouTube already works this way inside Gmail. So if you've ever seen the video pop up and you can actually play the YouTube video inside Gmail, that's now going to work for attachments that are videos as well. So I love that. I hate having to download anything and and, and love that I can just play that video right away. 
The other thing, and this is for those Microsoft Office users, there has been an update to the Google Drive plugin for Office. And this was a big enough update that they did an entire blog post basically telling you to go update before April 20th. So if you use this, this is really just, hey, go make sure that you update your Google Drive plugin. If you're not familiar with the plugin, this allows Microsoft Office users to work in Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and Outlook and open their documents directly from Google Drive and save to Google Drive without leaving their Office program. So it actually works inside Office. So um, just just in case uh, there are any of those users out there, just want to make sure that you get that update. And Matt, there's something cool going on in Street View. Oh my goodness, yes. And so Street View, I love, love, love to talk about Street View. If you're not familiar with it, if you pull up Google Maps on a desktop or a laptop or a Chromebook or something, if you pull up Google Maps, you've got the little yellow peg man in the bottom right-hand corner. And if you drag him onto the map, you're able to see Street View, which is basically all of these panoramic images that were taken directly from the street. So you can almost put yourself on, you know, position yourself so that it looks like you're really there and look all around. And uh, so Google Maps and basically just Google in general has been adding all of these new neat locations to the Street View experience. And just recently, they added a an archipelago of 80 tiny islands off the coast of Australia, thousands of miles off the coast of Australia. The place is called Vanuatu or something like that. And so the the reason that this is sort of interesting is that it's almost like you're these street views are it's almost like you're going beneath the surface of the earth it's in the in the post it says into the heart of the earth because they have these volcanoes and they have what's called what do they call these um like boiling lakes or something like that where you can see the the lava and so it it gives you sort of a a unique a unique experience and they've taken all of these panoramic images so that you really feel like you're right there and that's been that's been added recently and so we have a link to that so that you can go find that in the show notes which you can find at slash 11 So today we're talking all about Google Keep, and this is really one of those useful tools that I think teachers and students can get a lot out of. So real briefly, what Google Keep is, if you're not familiar with it, you can find it at keep.google.com, and it's basically like virtual sticky notes. And so what you can do is you can use the mobile app, you can use it on your computer or your Chromebook or whatever, and it basically allows you to take these virtual sticky notes where you can add a title, where you can type some text. There are little check boxes that you can use. You can add images. There's there's just a ton of things that you can put into these little virtual sticky notes. And the beauty of having them connected to your Google account is that they follow you no matter where you are. Um because if you're using them on your mobile app, then of course it's connected to your Google account. And so it's always synced and you can pull these, these sticky notes up on your smartphone or your tablet or whatever. And then whenever you've added them, since they continually sync to your Google account, you can switch over to your desktop computer or your Chromebook or whatever, and you can go grab those sticky notes there, which has been huge for me personally because 
being a little bit of a sticky note addict, I have written things on sticky notes before and, you know, stuck them on my my monitor at school or at home and then I'll go someplace and I'll think, why don't I have that sticky note with me? And now they basically always go with you. And so I know that this is this is something that teachers and students all over have found a lot of a lot of use for. Agree, Casey? Uh, totally agree. In fact, you know, this came up when we were talking about some news and updates in a previous episode. Uh, we were talking about some of the updates that we got to Google Keep, and we decided we needed to do an entire episode about Google Keep because it is really a fantastic, robust tool that can just do some amazing things. And so part of those updates included the fact that that Google Keep is now actually part of G Suite for Education. So it's now connected to um, not only just that login, but to that entire domain. And so I think we're going to see more and more uses coming out of this in the in the classroom. And that's also because we got this super awesome Google Docs integration piece. Ah, yes. So now if you go into a Google Doc and you go up to tools, you can open up your Keep notepad and it opens in, in a sidebar. And so I have really just been kind of blown away at all of the ideas that have come from other teachers and other bloggers on ways to use that little integration piece. It's just been really inspiring to me. Um, so so we've got some, some great resources that we're going to share with you. Some are our own resources but some of the things that other people are sharing that I think are just some really creative ideas for using Google Keep. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, for for teachers and for students, as I was saying earlier, I think this is a great organizational tool because I will use this. I most most often start my sticky notes with Google Keep from my phone because I'll have an idea, you know, while I'm out and about or it seems like they they seem to hit me the most whenever I'm out on a run. I'm a runner. And so I'll I'll get to like, you know, mile two of my run and I'm far, far away from my house and I'll have an idea come to me. And if I don't jot it down right away, then I'll forget it. So that's where I pull out my phone and I just open up a quick new Google Keep sticky note and just jot it down really quick. And so I've got all of these little notes kind of all over the place. But then what you can do in addition to that is you can color code them and you can tag them. So if you're a big organizer, it's really nice to be able to change the colors of these notes so that they you know, match with different things, but then you can also tag them. And if you use the the tags in, or the labels in Gmail, it's very similar to that, where you can have labels for a variety of different categories and subcategories, and you can throw those onto your Google Keep Notes to to kind of keep everything together. So I think for teachers and for students, this is this really could be a game changer. It is. And there's so many features that work with this. Like you're talking about the labels and the colors. And of course, you could just use the colors because you like color, but you could right. col- color code your your to-do list and your notes as well. So if you wanted to have something that was all about, you know, your your English class or your second period class or whatever it is that you're working on, you could have it in one color and you can actually search and filter by color or by label. 
So um, as you're creating these and you're adding these these categories, so to speak, as labels, and if you're not familiar with the way labels work in Gmail, um, they're not like folders. They're actually better than folders because you can apply right. more than one. So, you know, sometimes when you kind of get stuck, is this a lesson plan or is this for English? And so that way you can actually give both labels and apply those sort of as, as the tags or the categories there. And then you can search and you can filter. The other thing that I think is awesome is is because it has sort of this note-taking feature and the to-do list type of feature. So you can have just notes or you can add the little check boxes to use it for that. And guess what? If it gets too long, you can just copy it over to a Google Doc. Right. So if it gets too cumbersome to see it as a little sticky note, just pop it on over into Google Docs and um, convert it there. So like Matt was talking about, you know, just as you start a note, maybe it starts out as a sticky note, but then you can always convert it um, very easily from the application itself. And so I think that's great. We mentioned the um, the ability to draw in an earlier episode as well, I believe, right? Did, did we do that? Yes. We did that. Yes. I think we, we touched on that briefly, but <laughs> yeah. go ahead and dig into that. Yeah. So, um, and, and let me just say too, that you want to get not only the application itself, but make sure you get the Chrome extension and the, the mobile app. So there is iOS and Android. So there's something for everybody. There are a couple of slight differences. There's actually some things you can do on mobile that you can't do in the desktop version, like voice notes. So, um, and this works a little bit different on iOS versus Android, but even if, if we're out somewhere, we can actually dictate into our phone and leave a note there as well. So it's very robust. There's all types of media because you can add images. You can create a drawing. You can actually draw on top of an image, which means you can annotate inside Google Keep, which I think is really awesome. You can even grab the text out of an image and bring that and copy that and paste that into somewhere else too. So um, like I said, the more I dig into this, the more, you know, rich it seems to me. And, and I think there are so many fantastic ways that we can use this in the classroom. And Matt, I think you had a, a post recently about 10 ways that we can use this to streamline, yes. st- stream life, <laughs> streamline life at school. We could start, that could be a whole new word, you know, <laughs> stream you life. Said- you said that you you make up words during your presentation sometimes. We have we now stream life. I do. Stream yeah, life. Yeah. The new podcast coming your way. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's right. Oh man, we got to get started on that. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, um yes, I did uh write a blog post recently about 10 ways Google Keep can help streamline life at school. And so just digging into some of the things that I'm thinking could logically be used by by students and teachers. I'm thinking that whenever I try to come up with an essay or a blog post or something big where I'm trying to keep it all organized, it's logical for me to jot ideas down on sticky notes and then move them all around. And so I'm thinking whenever students are working on a research paper or an essay that's bigger, Sometimes it's hard for them to gather all the information together and keep it kind of sorted out and organized in their brain. And so if they pull in little paragraphs or little ideas into Google Keep Notes, then what they could do is they could open up a blank Google Doc and they can take all of their ideas and all of that research and then just use, you know, when you go to tools, 
If you go to tools and you do keep notepad, it pulls up the little window on the right with all of your Google keep notes and they can just drag them onto their Google doc. So if they have, you know, 10 or 12 different ideas that they've pulled in from their research, then all they need to do is just pull those little notes out of their Google keep onto the blank Google doc. So that's one way that I think that could really work. I've got a whole bunch of other ones. Let me tell you one more really quick. Um, I really like the idea, in case you mentioned the, the Chrome extension earlier. And so just to, to kind of elaborate on that, if you if you use Google Chrome or, or yeah, if you use Chrome as your web browser and, and you why, should. I was about to say, and why shouldn't <laughs> you? <laughs> but if you do, you can add the Google Keep Chrome extension, which is basically like a little button that is in the top right hand corner of your Google Chrome. And so if you're browsing the web and you find a website or an article or something out there on the web that you want to keep. All you have to do is click on that little icon in the top right-hand corner. It looks like a little light bulb. And then it'll pop open this little window that's almost like a little Google Keep sticky note that just, you know, just just pops up. And so you can take a quick note and then it will automatically save that article directly into your Google Keep. So for students, if they're doing any sort of internet research and they want to be able to save all of these all of these articles, this is a, a no-brainer way, I think, to do it. So those are those are just a couple of the ideas from there. Yeah, absolutely. And as a former research teacher, I so greatly appreciate that because helping students learn how to stay organized when they're doing research, I think, is a big part of the battle. And, and I think Google Keep is a great tool for that. You know, the, um, the integration that we have in Google Docs has sort of sparked some other ideas, too, that I, I want to share right. that are, are from some other bloggers. So if you follow Eric Kurtz, which you should, control alt achieve.com. Eric created this great video on how to grade with Google Keep. And I really would say it, it is really giving meaningful feedback using Google Keep. So if you watch his video, you'll see he has little notepads with uh, writing and grammar types of suggestions so that you can copy and paste that rule that applied to the writing inside the doc. So you could give them that feedback without having to type and type and type again, but to use it as just an easy little cheat sheet as a teacher to copy and paste that feedback in there so they know what they did wrong in terms of their writing. And I, I as a writing teacher, I found that just extremely useful. And of course, it could apply to multiple other types of skills that you can give more meaningful feedback that way and, and save yourself some time. Yeah, yeah. The other one that just I thought was like the cutest idea ever is from Stephanie Filardo, and it's called Doc Stickers. That's what she calls it, Doc Stickers with Google Keep. And she essentially is calling it old school feedback with new school tools. And it's it's really neat. So she basically created these little images that say, you know, like, good job and all the little things that we had stickers and stamps for <laughs> that we would give on our students' papers. And she has digitized that. 
And she created those images and added them to Google Keep. And then when she opens that little sidebar inside Google Docs, she just clicks and drags the image over and it's like a sticker on top of the Google Doc. So it's a digitized sticker. And I just thought that was a great idea. And the gears are just turning on. There's so many different ways that we could use this. I mean, it doesn't just have to be a sticker. It could be a badge. It could be um, reaching a learning goal. It could be gamified. There's just so many things that are coming from this. So the idea with the images, I really just sort of took off with. I have a couple of blog posts that I'm sharing as well. And the first one is about personalizing Google Keep and and personalizing that with with images. So I'm a big fan of Canva, C-A-N-V-A dot com. And I use Canva to create most of the images you see on my blog. So I went over to Canva and I created the Instagram size image because I wanted the square. And I basically just made some title images for the various lists and notes inside Google Keep. And so I've attached a little screenshot in our show notes so you can see that at googleteachertribe.com slash 11. But I have one called daily tasks. I have first period, second period, third period, research notes. I sort of did this as a student example, but obviously this, you know, applies to both teachers and students. And we can also add the learning goals as its own list in there, or maybe multiple lists there so that students can use this to track their own progress towards the learning goals inside Google Keep. So just so that you can kind of visualize that um, there is a link there. Yeah, those those are those are amazing. And yeah, I'm still blown away by what everybody keeps coming up with. You know, going back to the doc stickers, I just thought that was such a such a neat idea. And what Stephanie did to create those little stickers was she just came up with a a blank. She started with a blank Google drawing and she just designed them herself. And one of the ones that she has on her blog post says instead of great job, it says grape job. So it's got a little bunch of grapes. And she said something about scratch and sniff stickers. And I'm thinking, man, why can't we scratch our screen and be able to smell the grape sticker? But, um, and then one other thing that she mentioned that I loved, and by the way, she does have a starter pack of doc stickers, what she calls it's links to a Google folder. So you can grab her starter pack and start using those immediately. But she said, and I, I just love the way she says this. She says, this isn't about turning a worksheet into a digital assignment just so you can add a sticker to it. It's a, it isn't about creating more work for you as a teacher. It is about helping you give meaningful feedback to your students. And if you're already doing a lot of your assignments more digitally, this is a, an easy, an easy way to, to add some, some fun to it, I think. So, so anyway, absolutely. Just, yeah. So just to kind of wrap all of this up, Google Keep has really opened up some new options for us. Even for those of us that have been using it for a little while, now it's officially part of G Suite. And so these are some of the things that, that Casey and I think that you could possibly start using in your classroom. And I have one more freebie that I want to to share out with everyone. So yes. I have created a Google Keep cheat sheet. Okay, say that three times fast. But um, so you can get that that free uh, download from the Google Teacher Tribe show notes and uh, get a little cheat sheet so that you can learn more about how to use Google Keep in your classroom. Yes. And you can, of course, find that at googleteachertribe.com slash 11. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, it is mailbag time, and we have a great question, something that I hear a lot from Lynn Legg in Castle Pines, Colorado. So she says, I would love to know how I can clean out all the essays and assignments in my Google Drive from the previous year's Google Classrooms. Great question. Uh, Matt, do you have some ideas on how to help her? Yes, absolutely. So we've got a couple of things to deal with here whenever the the school year gets over with. And one of them is the actual class itself within Google Classroom. And then you've also got the folder in your drive. And so there's a couple of things that you can do with this here. Um, The first one, the easy one probably has to do with the classroom itself, uh, with the class within Google Classroom. And so whenever your class gets finished up, the easy way to handle that is to archive it. And so what you can do is whenever you're looking at all of your classes and you've got all of those little squares with all of your classes, you've got the three dots in the top right hand corner of those classes. And if you click that, one of the options is archive. And so basically what that does is it takes that class and it moves it to the archive section, which you're able to get from the the home menu, the like little three lines and so if you click on that, you've got you've got a selection that says archived classes. So if you ever need to go back and see it again, then you can definitely do that. It doesn't mean that everything's been deleted. It just means that it's moved away so that you don't need to see it anymore. So that's probably the easiest thing to do. Now, if the folder of all of the student work, because it's still in your classroom folder, um, you know, you can just leave that right there. And if you set up a new classroom the next year, it's going to create a new folder where it'll start saving all of your new documents. But if it just bothers you that you've got that that folder there, which of course, like I said earlier, you can just leave it there and it's not going to hurt anything. But if you want to move that out of the way, basically Classroom has connected that folder. That folder is connected to Classroom by its folder ID. So if you move those folders around within your drive, it's not going to hurt anything. So if you want to move it someplace else, if you want to create maybe like an archived classes folder and then move that folder from your last year's class into that archived classes folder just to get it out of the way, then you can do that and Google Classroom will still be able to find it because it's tied to the the folder ID. So, So those are probably the two big things that you can do right there. And then if anybody has any other suggestions for what you can do to clean things up at the end of the year, feel free to shoot us a message at googleteachertribe.com slash feedback. And, you know, the other great thing about that is you have unlimited storage with your G Suite for Education accounts. So all of those files are not taking up any additional space. It doesn't matter. So if that's a concern, you don't have to worry about that. Teachers tend to like to clean things up. So um, you just need to be (laughs) careful about moving things around um, because you don't want to mess up the natural, um, natural, the, the, the way Google Classroom works inherently in the way that it connects. So um, I always encourage teachers to let Google Classroom work for them instead of trying to, you know, rearrange things. So Mm -hmm. let it do the hard work for you as much as you can. Yep. Yep. Totally agree. So those are those are a couple of suggestions that that you can try. And again, we're we're interested to hear if anybody has any other ideas along that line. 
I'm sure, that especially um, if you have end of the year processes that you share with teachers that has to do with Google Classroom, that would be a great thing to share with our Google Teacher Tribe hashtag as well. Yep. Yep. And this is a good time for that. So, Absolutely. so yeah, we're curious to hear what you have to say. Well, that wraps up episode 11 of the Google Teacher Tribe podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you all are are listening and learning some new tips and tricks, and especially those of you who have not tried Google Keep. I think that we have shared some of the the most fantastic ways that it can be used and that you will now jump in and, and try to find some ways to use this in your classroom. And so again, all of those resources will be there for you in the show notes googleteachertribe.com slash 11 and we have another fantastic episode coming up next week so please stay tuned and thank you all for being a part of the tribe yes so we will see you on the next episode bye y'all Thanks for listening to the Google Teacher Tribe podcast. Keep up with every new episode by subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, and by visiting googleteachertribe.com. Get in on the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag GTTribe. Until next time, keep harnessing the G Suite power. And may the Googles be with you. Google Teacher Tribe podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. For more great education podcasts, go to edupodcastnetwork.com.